Hello, what's up? It's Eric Davidson here. You're listening to a very special edition of District Conversations, the December Guide cover edition. Um, the December Give cover edition. Um, we'll explain a little bit about that in a moment. Um, I've got Mark William Logan in the studio. What's up, Mark? How are you, brother? Thanks for coming in. Thanks for making the journey. <laughs> yeah, one flight of stairs. Really, but I'm still an hour late. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's fine. He brought, he brought he brought old coffee, so it's grand. Yeah, shout no. out Shoe Lane. Yeah, shout out Shoe Lane. I, you know, I gave you the choice of regular cow's milk or oat milk, and you opted for the cow's milk. But I think I might have still brought you oat milk. So I don't know. It's fine. It tastes delicious. Yeah. It's all good. Um, so Copperhouse Gallery, Thursday, December thirteenth to Sunday, December sixteenth. Eighteen artists looking to raise a lot of money. Um, and yeah, tell us a little bit about give. Yeah, if you don't know what to do, give. Such a banger. Uh, it resonated deeply with me um, as a as a line, as a quote, as a, as a message. Um, uh, I heard it very early one morning on the Sunday of Body and Soul, and it was mine. My mind was blown. I heard it from a primary school teacher who's uh, also a phenomenal music producer. Uh, primary Colors, do you know? What does yeah. yeah. We were in uh, we were in a big teepee dancing, and uh, we were just talking about child psychology and um, just philosophy of life. And he, we were just chatting away, and he was just like he just turned to me and he was like, "Did you have you ever heard this before?" He's like, "If you don't know what to do, just give." And um, yeah, just the, that idea of just giving, giving yourself to the present moment giving your energy to people um, and just giving from a place of like I'm not looking for anything in return here and um, I think that it's just an important message to put out um, and then specifically with regards to looking at issues that we're facing in society in Dublin in Ireland in our communities in our own um, selves it just feels like there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of distractions and there's a lot of um, kind of Confusion, and when we sat down as collective and spoke about like different things that we can do to affect our city, um, one idea I had was why not bring together some of our kind of brightest, most interesting creatives, artists to uh, to showcase their kind of take on what they're feeling and experiencing right now and with the focus on like giving giving to the city and giving to those who are struggling at the moment um cormac your fellow uh, collective um crew member was telling me yesterday i think it was like two hours after putting the shout out to all these artists that you pretty much had the whole thing done and dusted is that a testament to um to what the dublin artistic community is like right now yeah, I think so. I think it's a testament to Dublin <laughs> and and uh, and the beauty of Dublin as a place where if you're coming from a good place and if the idea is fucking good um, and you are good yourself, I think, um, then things just happen very quickly. People people will get on board quickly. There's not like 
in other cities like London or New York or Los Angeles or Berlin or whatever, maybe not Berlin so much, but the other three, there's this kind of deliberation, oh yeah, bro, you know, I'll see, I'll weigh up my options, I'll feel it out, and you're like, all right. But here it's like, people are into it, they're like, yeah, I'll do it, they'll tell you straight away, they usually are pretty good at communicating and they're pretty direct about it. Mm. So yeah, it was very synchro, like, I, was, I think I slept it out, like today, I pretty much slept it out one morning and I went for breakfast in Meet Me in the Morning, I was sitting there, I was like, I really buzzing to put this together, I was buzzing to share with the lads. Then I was like, fucking hell, should a copper house gallery's only around the corner? I'll pop in, I know Mark in there and just see what he's up to. Popped in and within like five minutes conversation, I was like, so have we got any dates in December? He's like, do you know what, I actually could have potentially this weekend or that weekend over four days. I was like, just pencil me in when he goes, done. And by the way, you won't be paying. And I was like, unbelievable. Then on my way, parked up my car, was walking over and said, William Street was like, well, we're going to need some of the frame to work. So dropped into Trev and frame. I was like, Trev, this is what we're up to. You know, the cause is basically what we're looking at as a, as a, as a society in, in regard to like homelessness and, and trying to best serve that. Would you be willing to help? Like, I mean, the team, the team was like untitled up mm. until we all met like two weeks ago. And then give was spray painted on the front of my fucking desk and Domino Whisker was like, give. And I was like, Yes, and everyone collectively in the room was like, that's a great name. Yeah. So like it was, there was a placeholder there and then it became Give. So I think that's another thing that's really important is to not be rigid mm. in, in everything that you do. Like mm. you might want to curate an exhibition, you might want to generate like awareness mm. and conversation. Um, and one, one massive thing we want to do as well is just like generate as much financial resource as we can. <clears throat> Let's try and shift perspective mm. because what those who are less fortunate and those who are struggling need more than just money and resource and structure is love mm. and warmth from society. I think that's something that we're trying to do is um, humanize the issue as opposed to objectify it and create art from an, an objectivity mm, and in that yeah. place it's like let's have let's use the Thursday to Sunday as a series of like events conversations mm. you know not performance just a, not just a gallery exhibition no it's yeah. not just come around look at the art it's a spectacle it's mm. an issue that's where the money's going and that's what inspired the work it's like no let's actually come together meditate on how we can be better meditate on empathy on yeah. love and like also bring people who have suffered who have been on the streets for 10 years who have had heroin addictions bring them in and have conversations with them about how they pull through that like and also another thing that we're, we're exploring and this was something that came up in conversation was how could we potentially integrate the homeless community into the, into the event mm. without it being like oh here's a token person that lives yeah, on the street yeah. who's just here to validate the event for sure but like are there ways and this is a conversation again I'll have with you and Craig yeah, because yeah. it's open but like how do we bring our society closer to those who are homeless is it through volunteering and going and meeting the issue where it, where it is mm. or like how do we bring like those people back into society again mm. like that's these are all questions that I have I don't have the fucking answers but I'm asking the questions mm. I'm, not, I'm not saying this is the beneficiary this is what we're doing this is 100% the right thing mm. I don't know all I know is let's give, let's come together, let's create work, let's humanise the issue, let's create conversation. Mm. And then from that, who the fuck knows what's going to happen? Mm. Um, I suppose then uh, we, we sort of diverted a little bit when you were talking about um, the the jaunt from meet me in the morning to the office that day and how many people you picked up along the way to, to not only the artists who are, who are um, giving their art, mm. but you know, you stopped off in frame and now frame are, are going to be donating frames to... Yeah. to um, for the art um, subset you mentioned they're going to be involved too subset are going to be involved yeah 
um, they are uh, submitting a print, which is great. And then, um, and then on the on the actual weekend, so it's the, the launch night will be uh, the art auction. Um, yeah. To music, um, mm-hmm. having the press release free gargle, which is not always nice as well. Yeah. Um, and then um, over the course of the weekend, we're going to be doing something at District Magazine. We're going to be doing some yeah. talks on music. Yeah. Um, True Bangers podcast mm-hmm. um, with a very special guest, yeah. and then guest music on the uh, Sunday as well. Yep. Um, so the the reason you're in here is because this is going to be the cover story for the December guide, which we're going to be renaming the December Give for the month of December. Um, so uh, yeah, so that's going to be an interesting way for us to, I don't know, like the cover the cover thing will be interesting. I'm looking forward to getting all the all the pieces off you and deciding rummaging through all the artists to see who, who which which one's going to adorn the cover. But uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about the artists who are involved in this uh, in the in. In the yeah. exhibition, um, like there's such a well of like creative energy in Dublin, and there are a lot of different mediums. And you know, there's also a lovely mix of men and women involved. Like the ratio is fifty fifty, which is fucking proper order, you know. But a lot of the time, um, art and particularly our industry with regard to video is dominated by male male influence. So it's really nice to have beautiful balance there and so yeah from a, from an artist's perspective we have Sinead Bailey Kelly from Hunt and Gather mm-hmm. she's working on it Domino Whisker Molly Keane um, we've got Polly Pocket French film photographer um, Molly's also an incredible photographer um, uh, yeah Domino's an embroidery artist um, Busa who's also she's like an incredible tattoo artist but also paints and uses mixed media Um so yeah, there's like Elias Grace, George Voronoff from Junior, uh, Greg Purcell from Collective. Got like uh, Kevin William Flynn and Fiona Cribben as well. Yeah, Fiona Cribben, like that woman is just amazing with the art that she creates with her like life wreath, um, like mixed media art. Kevin William Flynn, I have like three of his paintings. I He's phenomenal. Yeah, love his work. He's been. Yeah. Featured before Sean O'Rourke, who was in college yeah. with Kevin, like unbelievable he's artist. Amazing. He's like painting on like old steel that he's like reclaimed, like that's rusted, and he's painting like from the flats up near the show was the last exhibition, yeah. wasn't it? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So like Sean and Kevin were in college together, and um, yeah, Joe Caslin, Aches, like really? I feel like they're two of the biggest names in there, yeah. and like later on, you know, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's just really good energy involved and um, we're all helping curate one another's work as well mm. um, but we're also leaving people open to curating their own work so we're meeting up um, we met up last week we're meeting up again on Wednesday coming um, so there's been like a two week window of creative process there and we're going to kind of come together and then by Wednesday we'll have to obviously get you over yeah. a lot of the artwork that uh, Sasha Strange as well actually who's a I'm she's sure you know she's actually like an illustrator animator okay. she's from she's French but she's from Cork so there's two French women actually involved in the exhibition which is class um, yeah subset are putting a piece in as a collective um, the mysterious subset yeah, whoever yeah. Who, does all of them are potentially going to draw, draw a line on it I <laughs> don't know wearing ballys in the, the exhibition <laughs> yeah so yeah it just feels like like coming together as a group of people who all create art um, their own way and have their own ideals was actually really really powerful like mm. we're all just sitting downstairs in the studio like fucking 16 of us crammed in mm. all sitting on bean bags and like wheelie chairs just having a chat and the the like issue came up like what 
what are we doing this for? Like, and people were like, well, should I do this? Should I do that? And I was like, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, mm, everyone I was just is about to ask, is there, is, is there any direction whatsoever? None. Make it as abstract or as literal as you want. Okay. Um, there are a couple of collective pieces that are going to live in the space mm. that are um, kind of art pieces, like installations, like we're doing a video piece that obviously we have come mm-hmm. together as a collective to kind of brief ourselves. But um, no, it's like be as open or as narrow as you want with how you're interpreting the brief. Um, I think though you're in, a, you're in a good position here with the artists that you've mentioned. Like you've no doubt that every single one of those people are going to come through with something absolutely spectacular. Like every yeah. there's, there's no weak links there. No, so you're 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 gonna get the very best, basically. Yeah, yeah, you are, and like they all know themselves really well, which I like. You know, they're all even though some of them are quite young in age, like twenty one, twenty two, and then you've got others like Decoy as well is involved, uh, Derek Coyle. Like you've got people who are in their thirties, forties, even in that list. So there's a nice range of like twenty. There's like a twenty year range of mm. of artists. But what I really loved was when we were coming together to like discuss like the price point and the amount of prints and like the promotion and like the tone and mm. the team it was like wow this isn't a meeting of minds that like I, I would say something or like um, Ken would say something and then all of a sudden like Elias from like from the left of the room be like oh no I think we should I think we should do it this way and you're like wow I didn't see that perspective and you just have all these different uh, outlooks but the same heart I felt like everyone has the same sentiment to want to do something that matters and wants to create work that's relevant that's sellable Mm. that will make a difference with regard to like the finances but also the perception that Mm. people need to kind of tap into and, and evolve but it was so nice to have just different voices from different like walks of of like art that are actually coming from that same well of like hard space, but at mm. the same time, um, different experiences that have given people different opinions and, and insights. Like there was just so much information and knowledge. It felt like a like a mind pool of just like banging energy for people to just like share ideas, critique one another, but without being harsh. Mm. Um, and like that's actually what I'm more interested in. I'd love that to continue and like us to just meet up once every like three weeks and just mm. talk about what's going on in our city and potentially just work together and work to make it a better place on on an on like it doesn't have to be just fucking December, you know, mm. it doesn't have to be just this. Like I'd love to see a continuation of that beyond Give this. Give us a series. Give us a series or just come together as a group of human mm. beings and artists as a thing that we should be doing more regularly anyway it doesn't have to be with any intention other than just to hang out mm. but I think when you bring intention into it it brings focus for sure yeah it, it's, it's always helpful yeah mm. but 16 artists 16 of the best Eight, 18 18 yeah. 18 artists 16 from Ireland 16 from Ireland yeah, yeah. look you get your 16 yeah, in there well <laughs> am I Irish yeah <laughs> <laughs> what is Ireland <laughs> um yeah, and as well, I think the, the coming from just knowing the majority, or if not all, of the artists that you've you've said there, um, a lot of them are coming from um, their their um, lens is is very much politicised or or uh, on, on on social issues like Sean O'Rourke. It just brings to mind instantly with the you know um, gentrification of the city and you know the the removal of like the the, the physical removal removal of flats and you know and posting about you know young young males um on these you know physically onto these pieces um you know i know molly's done a piece with uh um like skinhead culture mm-hmm. you know it, it has that has that brought like has, has that collaborate has there been any sort of collaboration in the short time that you've all met that is like sort of driven like even for your work actually that's it's because you have a piece in this so mm-hmm. ha, have, have you been influenced in any way by by this like 
amalgamation of, of artists in one room has it, has, it, has it steered you in any way? Um, in one yeah in one respect so the piece that I'm planning to shoot I don't think will be very sellable so like that, that straight off the bat is like in what sense um, I just think it's it'll be it's it's designed to to kind of make people think yeah. and not necessarily design well I think it would sell if it was in another city I, just, yeah. I think Dublin can be a little bit um, closed okay. at times and I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing it's an experiment for me mm. to see if it will sell but what I wouldn't if it was let's say just me and, and two or three other artists and we were really banking on our work to sell in order to raise money I probably wouldn't have the freedom yeah. to create this piece but the fact that I'm like well I'm curating 17 other artists here so my piece can be a little bit outlandish yeah, and yeah. the benefit of that piece would be to kind of maybe force an issue mm. uh, as opposed to like sell out because mm. we've got all these other incredibly so it's given me freedom to want to just express myself without worrying about whether or not my piece will sell because I know everyone else as well. yeah. <laughs> so um, so that, that's, that has impacted me in that way um, but yeah I mean a part of me is also wondering just what everyone else is like as, as an editor of you know one of our most prized cultural touch points in, in the city like how do you perceive like art being created with, with a focus on on let's say not just homelessness and I'm cautious to saying that but like the issues like the housing crisis mm-hmm. like mental health like uh, healthcare access all, all the stuff that we face like the disparity mm-hmm. between the wealth and, and, and the, the people who are less fortunate like what is your perception of um, of like the issues that we're facing and how we're dealing with them well, as, as the youth there's a, there's a fundamental reason why why it always happens that musicians and artists um put fundraisers on like this because they're taking away raising money for it the whole point of art is to put a microscope onto social issues it should be it doesn't always have to be like but you know most banging art does yeah, though yeah. yeah. Well, some of the most some of the most long lasting like if you look at like say like some music it, you know you need doesn't necessarily have to be deeply rooted in social issues but it does pick you up but a lot of art does have that uh, microscope or you know lens put onto onto social issues? So I think it's just a, a natural natural next step to use art to raise funds for these things. And I think that that's why you see it so often. That's why you see everything from a DJ night that raises money for you know the abortion rights campaign. Um, to what you guys are doing on a, on a on a huge scale, and what Grey Area did, for example, on a huge scale, you know whether it's raising five hundred quid, a hundred quid, or whether it's raising tens of thousands of euro. I think that it's just a natural progression um, as an artist because I'm not an artist. That's why I started a magazine because if you can't do teach, depends <laughs> what your perception of an artist is. Yeah. I, I would think of you as an artist. I know, I know, but anyway, but uh, but like. From 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 speaking with artists quite often on a daily basis, um, you know, there, there's always there's always a, a social intention, and I think that that something like this is 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 the is the next is is a natural next step, mm. um, and I, I think eighty percent of artists have been involved in in philanthropy um, in their careers or will be involved in philanthropy in their career mm. in some in at some level, yeah, um, and I just think that's that's the next natural yeah. step. Yeah, I'm buzzing I asked you that 
because <laughs> like yeah don't look at things objectively mm. like you know it's hard when you're in it sometimes to look at it but yeah well I'm like that's the thing that's the thing like a lot of the time coming from a journalistic point of view I am looking at things from a very uh, less than abstract angle you know and that's really difficult to remove sometimes so that's why I'm saying it like that you know it's like, yeah yeah no it's it's it when the way you broke it down there is so banging because it's like what are you going to make art about mm. like what what are the most important things to mm. you as a, as a human mm. like the the struggle of of being human this experience yeah. like of the human condition so if you're an artist you're usually looking to your environment to inform what you create right yeah. and if your environment has these things that you're trying to highlight or these things mm-hmm. that make you feel a certain way you create from that place but also I think it makes the art more significant when it has a relationship with the time it was created mm-hmm. and is a narration or like a time capsule mm-hmm. of the fucking time like yeah. know, that, that, it, that it was born out of and that's something I, I hadn't really thought too much about I'm just like oh this is what we should do now yeah. but not looking at myself objectively mm. uh, or like what collective are objectively for sure yeah man it's, um, uh, so fair that's interesting that's uh, exciting that's loads of different things so the Copper House Gallery Thursday December 13th to Sunday December 16th 18 artists looking to raise a shitload of money in excess of 50 grand in excess, in excess I, didn't, I didn't want to say in case yeah, that was a comp but that's your aim in excess of 50 grand yeah we've got an auction of like original artworks that a lot of the artists are doing from paintings to like mixed media mm. to photo- f- uh, frame photographs mm-hmm. like there's I think there's like about 10 original art pieces that will be auctioned off on the opening night on the Thursday yeah. and then you've got prints of the artworks of mm. the 18 artists in addition so A3 prints A3 prints in addition yeah. to 50 yeah on Amazing. the most so it's a limited art. run as well limited run yeah yeah. Um, so yeah like pop down and uh, just come and have a chat just pop down and be in the space you know there's going to be mm. stuff just, we're going to release a program um, I love using the Bergheim reference we're going to o- open like Bergheim on a Thursday and we're going to just smash it all the way through till <laughs> Sunday and there's going to be just uh, a lot of different events going on in the space from live recorded conversations that live as podcasts mm-hmm. to live music to yeah. final sets to performance art to potentially coming together for some like sound healing and, me- and meditation mm-hmm. uh, with a focus on like expanding empathy and, and trying to like carry that forward and if we can integrate better with uh, the issue and bring it into the space that would be great but so yeah I just uh, I'm very excited yeah thank you brother thanks for joining me in the studio Shanti uh, my name is Molly Keane and I'm a 20 year old conceptual photographer based in Dublin what drew me to the exhibition was well Mark actually got in touch with me Mark from Collective Dublin to ask me to be a part of it so um, we've been friends for a while so I was really honoured to have been asked to be a part of it and um, then when I heard that the theme was give and when I heard um, what the what the whole cause of the exhibition was and what the money was going towards I was just absolutely delighted to be a part of it. I don't have an exact title for the piece yet but um, in the last few weeks since our last meeting with Collective, um, the initial meeting for the exhibition, basically I've just been trying to put even more of my time and energy into just engaging with people who are on the streets, even just give them a few minutes of my time every day um, because a lot of the time they're just rejected by people and people look down on them, literally look down on them and um, totally ignore them. So I've been given a little bit more time to just trying to engage with some people on the streets and make them feel like they're they're no different to anybody else and um one thing that a homeless man said to me about a week ago that really stuck with me was um 
being uh, he said being homeless makes me feel very very small um, and so that really stuck with me and then that's the kind of um, idea that I ran with for my piece so I photographed a friend of mine in the sea because I was trying to think about um, what made me feel very small so um, yeah I photographed my friend in the sea um, for that so it's kind of loose uh, conceptual interpretation of the brief um, hi there, uh, I'm Decoy. Uh, I use that name um, as a muralist. Um, I've been working uh, in a few exhibitions towards uh, ICHH, th- three in total now, including this one. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm just keeping that going. Um, well, I'd be meeting a lot of people on the streets as a muralist. I wouldn't be in a studio, so uh, that's one thing. You know, I might start a mural. Uh, there might be a, a, a tent uh, with two or three people right beside that spot. Like, let's just say that happened in Haymarket. So I see it quite a lot. Mm. Um, and, yeah, mm. that's, uh, that's why I, I'm, I'm continuing on with it and not shying away from... Uh, the horrible truth you know cool Uh, my name is Cormac Dunn and I work at Collective Dublin as a DP and editor and I've been there now two and a half months Um, so that's how I came to be involved because we're putting on the exhibition basically I grew up around Dublin Bay with the pool bag towers that's just what I think of when I think of home that's what I think of and um, it's a shot down on the beach really uh, it's really dark and gloomy in the foreground and then there's a, a bright sky kind of like a almost like hope in the sky and um, I just thought it was a really really cool shot and kind of fits the the exhibition yeah um, my name's Domino Whisker I am a textile artist I work mostly with embroidery um, on Irish linen vintage linen um, I deal with a lot of human fragility and trying to capture that um so it was extremely important for me to be a part of this um and and work with the guys in collective and all the other artists and be a part of give um because i think that this is such a huge thing that's going on in our country and around the world and anything that i can do to be a part of it is important it's everything i work for so um, the piece itself is, I, I thought about doing something really beautiful, um, but then there's nothing really beautiful about homelessness, so mm-hmm. I, the, the word bleak just kept coming into my head, so, you know, and bleak is inner city, um, chain link fences, barbed wire, grey, concrete, everything that we see on a daily basis but never actually imagine ourselves sleeping out there Mm -hmm. so taking that with the actual medium that I work with um, you see those old-fashioned cross-stitched home sweet home Mm -hmm. things that everybody in beautiful countries and beautiful areas have up on their living rooms and so I changed it to home street home and the font I felt was sweet and cheerful um but covered and clouded by a, a pretty gray bleak chain link fence what do you do amazing yeah okay hey uh, my name is trev i'm from uh, frame dublin on south william street um so we're a bespoke framing kind of printing place coffee shop hangout you know all, all in there thrown above so uh 
I've taken on a bit of a uh, to help out on this um, I want to say cause but a, a fundraiser to frame all the pieces uh, in um, I don't know 18 or so pieces or is it? I think so yeah yeah so um, yeah bring my little touch bring a little bit of a, a different feel to the for the framing and different ways to frame up different pieces so yeah mm-hmm. everyone knows it's a it's a it's a it's a big big cause and a good cause uh, and I know the guys and um, the minute I heard about it I was like this is I mean what can I do uh, I, I suppose I'm not a, a, an artist in a way but uh, I suppose with the, the way we make frames maybe it is so uh, yeah just a way to give back mm-hmm. uh, and uh, hopefully raise a good bit of needed funds for the uh, for the project my name is Greg Purcell. Uh, I'm a photographer from Dublin, part of Collective Dublin, who are also organising the um, the Give exhibition. Um, primarily, my work, I've always just kind of tried to capture moments that kind of meant something to me at the time, or if I'm photographing spaces or people. Um, I guess it's 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 just about that kind of temporality. It's it's always about just having it for that that flash, that quick second, and that's kind of it. I don't uh, I don't. I don't do much where I try to set up a scene. I don't do a lot mm-hmm. of studio work. I'm Aikes, a contemporary muralist and graffiti writer from Dublin. Been painting large scale for just about 11 years now. Um, well, my piece will probably feature a friend of mine or someone that I know loosely, uh, probably a male in a vulnerable state. Um, I've painted a friend earlier on in the year um, in, it was that kind of emotion that was uh, he, he, yeah he was vi- really vulnerable in the piece um, I used a photo that another friend of mine had taken of him and uh, since I painted that it kind of started to sway towards more portraiture of vulnerable men I suppose um, there's a lot of them on the streets as well like you know uh, hi, my name is Buse and I'm a multimedia artist. I'm doing uh, murals, I'm painting and tattoo artist at the same time. So the piece is about just like quite straightforward um, uh, about the idea of home and uh, having the simple like safety of home and um, like if people can just have that basic safety, I think it would give them the space to grow and grow their roots and like bloom. And I think it's something that we take it for granted. And um, it's just like to kind of raise awareness about that and like make people reconnect with the, um, with the people around them and think about it. And uh, the medium is... Um, watercolor and acrylic and ink on paper. Yes, I'm Sinead Bailey Kelly and I work full-time with H&G Creations. That's my baby. I'm a co-founder there. And on the side, I do um, a few different types of art. Kind of would consider myself multidisciplinary because I would try my hand on anything. Um, The piece that I did, I really wanted to demonstrate like the word give in a very visual sense so I kind of got inspiration from Paul Walsh who's one of the uh, runners of the exhibition he was talking about you know giving uh, warmth giving energy um, not as opposed to money but like money is energy also but uh, I wanted the piece to feel like you know giving uh, energy whether that be you know compassion warmth love empathy 
um, anything at all really um, just giving kindness giving love and uh, I wanted to demonstrate that in a really visual way so I think I did that uh, my name is Sean O'Rourke and I am a painter um, I dabble in sculptures but uh, the big theme with my work is kind of looking at like how we look at each other in society and how different elements in society influence our personality whether that's our family our friends or the environment itself and uh, yeah a lot of it has to do with the ego and um, especially among young men in a working class environment where you kind of pull up this ego uh, to protect certain vulnerabilities um, because it, growing up in working class Dublin um, you can't really, as a male now, obviously I can't talk from uh, for from a female perspective, but as a male, it's like you can't uh, you can't show any vulnerabilities like anxieties, depression, fear, or even the fact that you might be a nice guy because these are all regarded as weak. Mm. And in these kind of environments, uh, a lot of young men has to come off hard. And I noticed with my work uh, because I paint onto rusted metal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, going in, you kind of realise that people are mim- mimicking the, the these working class environments, whether it's like inner city flats or like just derelict buildings. It's almost like um, the point was really made clear to me when uh, I was w- watching one of the dolphins' house be demolished, where I was watching it being demolished and the metal borders were stripped from the windows. You know, you see this rough exterior and then it's cracked open and the rough exterior begins to crumble. And then you suddenly see like the, the bright coloured wallpaper of uh, family homes. And yeah, you get a different... Basically, my name's Kevin Flynn. Uh, my art is based, like primarily based on uh, psychology, but in, um, in a kind of more selfish way. So I try and interpret people that are close to me, try and interpret their mental state or how they're feeling at the moment. And... Uh, shape the painting or the space or the reality they're in around that so I work a lot with pattern okay uh, which basically for me is like a metaphor for uh, uh, relationships so if you go into a room and there's uh, patterns on the pillows and patterns on the floor and patterns on the wall and all your brain immediately reads that and creates a room okay but also when you go into a room, you read like people's facial expressions and their uh, their uh, uh, their body, and you read them patterns and immediately uh, uh, make up a relationship that you're in with them. So I like to um, kind of combine them two things. It sounds no, it's uh, super interesting. Uh, hard to uh, understand because probably I'm bad at explaining it, but. <clears throat> I like to basically explore how malleable uh, both relationships are and your reading of them and your reading of a room. Because, for instance, say an optical illusion is basically something that's down on paper, it's 2D, and it tricks your brain because it knows your brain reads patterns. So if an optical illusion takes advantage uh, advantage of that and uh, creates some impossible reality uh, in your brain but in the same way if you go into a room and you're paranoid or you're mentally ill you have delusions which is basically the metaphysical uh, equivalent to an optical illusion 
And the reason I'm interested in that is because I have a brother with special needs and I have an auntie who is mentally ill. Her daughter's mentally ill. And their reality is just so fascinating to me because, sorry, uh, it's, it's real to them. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just find that so interesting. So I try and uh, replicate that and use the physical patterns in the world, uh, like uh, whatever, as a metaphor for how malleable your reality is. So the Copper House Gallery, Thursday, December 13th to Sunday, December 16th. 18 artists looking to raise a shitload of money.